Greetings, ladies and gents, and welcome to this latest version of uh, Tales, Tales from Outer Space, where I take an HFY story from somewhere around the internet and read it aloud for your enjoyment. All the relevant links are down below. Like, subscribe, and all that YouTube comf to help this video and channel grow. Anyways, as always, I hope that you enjoy. I would just like to thank the following tier 5 patrons and channel members for supporting the channel. Fallen Angel. Buzz Kennington, Data Magnet, and Bob the Dragon. Thank you again, and now on to the story. Story number one. A Bale Rider Returns from Exile. Written by Admiral Marsupial Three. It had been 200 years since Carl had been exiled from the galactic community, sent through the only portal ever deliberately created to hell for his attempts to bring down the galactic parliament and destroy a way of life that ensured stability for eons. His name, face, and voice were still recognized throughout the cosmos. The sedacious traitor, whose mere mention still gave leaders across the Milky Way a chill down their spine, or its species equivalent, which is why every intelligence agency and investigation organization in the galaxy was trying to work out if the broadcast that went out across all spacefaring systems announcing his imminent return was real or a hoax for which someone was going to be executed. Before they could find out, it was answered for them. A second broadcast was received, and this one could be tracked. The signal had been traced to an unknown fleet approaching inhabited space. What had truly terrified the members of the Galactic Parliament was what he had said. Carl returning was no longer what everyone was worried about. It was how he ended his latest message that was causing widespread riots across the galaxy. I am here for vengeance, and I am bringing hell with me. Despite the mass panic, Militaries across the galaxy scrambling together, the largest fleet ever assembled, and raced to head off the approaching fleet of the damned. The fleet admiral was confident even with the understandable fear lurking in the back of his mind. The fleet assembled outnumbered Kahal's approaching forces ten to one and was made up of the pinnacle of military technology over a hundred races. Even against such a legendary military tactician such as Kahal, they knew that they would be victorious. Then the battle started. They had encountered Uncle's tactical knowledge being even sharper than when he'd been exiled, or him now having access to unknown technologies. The Halfleet tore through the Allied forces. It seemed to have a counter for every weapon and tactic that they used. While its unknown weapons ripped through the shields and armor like it was designed specifically to exploit every weakness, every ship was disabled and left drifting in the void as the war fleet of Hal carried on to Utan Station, seat of power of the whole galaxy. Seeing this unstoppable fleet approaching, many representatives of the species that made up the parliament started sending desperate messages to the Hal fleet. Some wanted to negotiate, some just begging to be spared. The one everyone heard was from the prime representative, leader of the Galactic Alliance, as it was broadcast live. Call! Listen to reason. Look at the violence erupting across the galaxy. 
Is one man's vengeance worth all the deaths of the people you claim to be standing for when you were banished? Stay your hand, or we will be forced to unleash the black ship. Around the galaxy, people froze. The black ship was a legendary myth to bust, a weapon so terrible it had never been deployed. It could tear entire fleets apart. The only reason it was never used was that weapon was made a hyperspace travel impossible for light years around for years, and the psychic shock destroyed all life, ren and foe. That's anywhere near any system that it was used in. The galaxy held its breath, waiting for Kahal's response. You dare threaten me with a black ship, its former captain. Do you honestly think I hadn't planned for that? Hadn't already neutralized it, captured it, and turned it to my cause before I announced my return? You think I'm here for my own personal vengeance? You can't sway me from my cause with the threats and bribes. I am your end, your final judgment. When you banished me all those years ago, you made one massive miscalculation. You assumed the inhabitants of hell were mindless beasts of wrath and destruction, which they may have been a millennia ago last time we saw them. But by the time I was sent there, they had evolved, matured, and were now not only intelligent, but reasonable too. They would have reached here in another hundred years, even without my help and knowledge. And when they found out about the vassal status that you inflict on new races that ascend, the servitude that you inflict on them, that you still inflict on a thousand worlds to this day, let's just say... It wasn't fate that they were going to accept. As his ship approached the parliament, radiating a bright light that almost blinded those who looked upon it. The last transmission of Uton Station would ever receive was broadcast. Not Kahal's voice this time, but the chorus of voices of those who had followed him. Behold, a pale steed, and his rider name was Freedom, and Hal follows him. And power was given to him over the galaxy to kill with a railgun, and hunger for liberty, and with death to tyrants, and with the beasts of Earth. End of story. Story number two The Hunter's Game, written by the Stabby Brett. The Hunter came charging into the valley, war horns of his battle walker blaring a challenge to the human soldiers before him. The eight-meter tall machine bounded forward at fifty miles per hour, chin guns breaking the Terran infantry regiments as they scattered before him. Speakers boomed his laughter as their feeble guns chanted harmless rounds against his carapace. Audio receptors recorded the screams of those who crushed beneath his arm feet. From behind the distant rise came a trio of dust plumes. The hunter almost missed them at first, so lost was he in the wanton slaughter of the infantry. There were Terran jewel tanks rushing to the fight on anti-grav before dropping into bracing tracks to maximize their accuracy. The hunter's quills trembled with rage as he registered presence. 
His beak opened, and cursing as their opening salvo thundered across the valley. Yet, they were too hasty in their desire to save their comrades, causing two of the hypersonic shells to fly wide and the third to glance the walker's carapace, dealing only superficial damage. With worthy prey in sight, the hunter dropped low and brought his autocannons to bear. Two of the dual tanks took flight, firing their coaxial guns as they withdrew. The third held his ground, landing a second glancing hit on the hunter's torso before vanishing in a storm of explosive rounds. Atomic missiles streaked skywards as the hunter charged, bellowing challenges and heedless of the mere infantry that wasted their bullets and grenades against him. Two of the missiles were lost in the flight and a third fell short, hitting the wrong side of the rock rise and blasting an impressive but futile crater into the earth. The vault slammed home through the turret of the second tank and atomized it, sending dust and shrapnel raining down for half a kilometer. It was this mad overkill that doomed the hunter. Dust and electromagnetic backlash blinded him, and in the confusion, the gunner of the third tank engaged, relying on his own eyes where the targeting scanners had failed. The slug tore the walker's left arm off at the elbow, a second crippled the knee. The hunter roared in fury and unloaded everything that he had in return, bowing death to his foe. He was still bellowing hatred as a third shell smashed clean through the crew space and detonated the remaining missiles, killing everything within 400 meters of the walker. A hatch on the hunter's right hissed open, filling the cockpit with a harsh white light. A human in crimson and grey waved at him and asked him with a smile, How was it? It was glorious, the hunter roared, beak clacking excitedly as the battle thrill of the simulated death ebbed away. I wish to go again. This time they will not outsmart me. Okay, going again. Maybe save those big missiles this time, yeah? There's tougher things out there than tanks later in the level. The hunter chirped with glee, and the hatch closed, and the simulator came back to life. He stood atop a valley, watching lines of human soldiers crash with soldiers of the war clan. He flexed his talons against the haptic pads, tapped his fingers lightly against the triggers, and murred his quills soaked in the data from the head web. He was alive again. Alive to fight the wondrous war as many times as he desired through the marvels of Terran technology. Uniquely, amongst all the species of the galaxy, had man conceived of such a thing as electronic conflict for sport. Four horns blaring and a song of battle in his throat, the hunter charged into the valley. End of story. And that, my friends, concludes this video. I hope that you enjoyed. And if you do, please consider supporting the author, even by popping over and leaving a thumbs up or a nice comment just to show your appreciation for the story. However, if you wish to support this channel, there are links down below which will help immensely. I will see you all in the next one. And until then, I hope that you have a fantastic day. Cheers.